Hi everyone, welcome to Welcome to the Gun Show. I am Cornet and I'm joined by Tarek and Garrett. This is our short segment show, the Q&A show, made up of questions submitted by our audience. This show is proudly sponsored by DVC Technologies, maker of, amongst other things, the Glock Cube Dry Fire Aid, the inertial squib hammer for clearing squibs on your guns, and the perfect lubricant for your firearms. Available at dvctech.co.za. Let's get into the Q&A. Question from Henny Brevere. He asks, can you please clarify backup guns in IPSC for me? How close to identical do they need to be? For example, will a Glock 17 and a Glock 19 be close enough, provided that they have the same optic on them? So I assume he's meaning uh, PO. Uh, um It'll work. Uh, first prize would be to have two identical guns. It, you know, it's, it's a lot easier if you can take the identical gun out your bag and stick that on your belt. Um, so that would be first prize, but... A 17 with a 19 as a backup is a lot better than a 17 with nothing as a backup or a shadow with nothing as a backup or, or whatever with nothing as a backup. So uh, it's probably not first prize, but it's a, it's a strong second prize, especially if you, you kind of keep trigger time on both guns and keep them properly maintained. So the, the, the reason we want you to have guns that are closer to identical is the closer to identical they are, the less changes you have to make to your rig so you don't have to adjust the holster assuming you have a, a, a speed rig of some sort um, if you have a kydex holster it'll probably just drop in between the 17 and 19 but if you have a speed rig you'll need to make some adjustments to your holster um, having the same having the gun use the same magazines is a major plus um, because you don't take other magazines with you and uh, obviously ammunition is is something to consider in this too um, because ammo that factors properly in your 17 might not factor in your 19. Um, I think that's probably unlikely between the, the, the two Glocks, but it, the, the premise remains valid, um, despite the fact it's that a, it's probably not true it's, for. It's a dip, you know, like almost half an inch of barrel length. If, if you're running, you know, if you're running a 135 power factor, you'll probably be fine. If you're running a 127 power factor in your 17, mm-hmm. there's a good chance your 19 could drop below. Exactly. Gaz? I think you guys have covered everything. You just need to be cautious. And the closer your backup is to your normal gun, the better from a shooting perspective as well. The bigger you have to adapt to a backup gun. So if you're going from a Glock 17 to a Glock 19, those changes aren't that drastic. But if you're going from a Glock 17 to a Shadow or a Shadow to a Glock or vice versa, depending on your situation, that big of a change can have an effect on your, your shooting at that point in time because you have to adapt to a different equipment. Exactly, exactly. I think the, the other thing to keep in mind with talking about IPSC specifically is make sure that your backup gun doesn't afford you any advantage over your primary gun uh, because they can deny you swapping in your backup gun if it does offer a, a, an advantage over your, your original gun. Um, yeah, so if your 19 be, was your primary, they could theoretically not allow you to use a 17 as a backup. Yep. I don't know if they would, but they certainly could. Um, it's probably less of an issue in production and production optics because the guns need to be sort of semi-standard anyway. But if you're shooting any of the other div- divisions like uh, standard or, or open uh you certainly could run into some issues with swapping in a backup gun if you have if your primary doesn't have a thumb rest on it and your backup does, for instance. Uh, that's almost certainly not going to be allowed. Next question from Cockroach Jason Cod. I don't know why he calls himself Cockroach, but anyway. Well, 
<clears throat> Apparently, Terry knows why he calls himself Cockroach. <laughs> well, I know the first half. <laughs> hey, Jason. Cock. <laughs> I think the Roach is 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 because he's in Cape Town. I think a Roach is is like code speak for the Zol. Mountain um, cabbage. Mountain when people Zol. Shout out to Andy's head. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much of this we're going to keep and how much of this we're going to cut, but reading the question, <clears throat> theoretically, should adding the weight of a dot mean different spring requirements? We always talk about balancing springs with lightning cuts, for example. It is something to think about, um, especially if you went from, let's say you're shooting a Shadow 2 in production, for example, you're running an 8 or 9 pound recoil spring and you slap an optic on, it might not be 100% reliable anymore. You might have to increase your spring rate. But overall, I don't think it's a big issue, not from my perspective. I've, I've honestly never really, I've never had an issue running acros and delta points and sort of heavier slide-mounted optics. Um, I've I've never had an issue. I mean, I, I, I don't fuck around with eight-pound springs in there, but uh, I've... Uh, the, 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 the cycling of the gun is slightly slightly different, but I've never had a reliability issue as a result of uh, putting a slide mount adopted gun. I think my Acro is probably one of the heavier runs around, uh, and I've never had a day shit with that. Yeah, I think as long as you put on an optic that was designed to be slide mounted or something like an RMR that just happens to be really light, you're fine. I think if you're going to try and run one of the, the rifle optics on the gun, and I don't know what with like a T2 micro ways. Um, uh, guys, back in the back in the day, <laughs> in the olden days, um, guys ran around with with H1s and T1s on on guns back when we didn't really have optics that lasted. Uh, and I, I'm not aware of them having to mess around with springs much either. You know, if you're going to stick your Vortex Razor Gen 3 um, on your G43 slide, it's probably not going to work. Uh, but if you're running a Delta Point Hollow Sun Shield RMR, if I was running a really small gun, um, like a 43, I'd probably lean towards a Shield or Hollow Sun 407K. I know guys who run RMRs on those as well. Uh, I think it's a bit of a non-issue, to be honest. Yep, I think they're, they're mostly light enough that it makes no difference. That is, as long as the gun was adequately sprung to begin with, yep. you're probably not going to see any, any, any difference. I mean, you do have all that wind resistance. Well, that's only if you mount like a proper set of sails on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the that just helps with your windage, Kentucky oh, windage. Is, that's what the oh, yeah. sails are for. Ah, oh, I like it. I like it. That's what yeah, they're there for. We go. Uh, Terry, you're going to stick some sails back on your guns now. Done. Thank you very much for joining us for this episode of the Q&A show. We really appreciate you taking the time to listen to us. Don't forget to visit dvctech.co.za and have a look at their amazing products. They are the proud sponsor of this show. We hope to see you soon. Remember, every Monday at 9 a.m., we are releasing a new show. See you then. Thank you.